this is the audio class experience. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 27 of the audio class experience. Today we're going to look at one of the most important indicators that will tell us whether it's a good idea to buy a stock or not. As I saw in the poll that I put on Instagram, everyone wanted me to make this episode about how to pick the best stock. So I decided to just go on with it. Um, we're always being told, told to buy low and sell high, but we're never taught how to identify a stock that is undervalued. Before we do that, we need to go over three important concepts. Remember that a share represents ownership of a company. So if you were to buy even a single share of a particular company, you would be part owner of that company. And as an owner of that company, you're entitled to get a share of the profits that the company pays out in the form of dividends. Remember that dividends are cash payments to shareholders. And it's a passive form of income, meaning that you don't have to trade your time for money. Let's imagine that a company is paying a dividend of $1 a share and you own 1,000 shares. You'd be getting $1,000 each year as long as you hold on to the shares and that you don't sell them at any point. That money goes directly into your trading account. So you're free to do whatever you want with the money. Then there's the dividend yield, which is simply the dividend per share divided by the share price. For example, let's assume that the dividend per share is a dollar and the stock price is $20. The dividend yield is going to be 1 divided by 20, which is 0.05, which is also same as saying 5%. So that 5% represents the return on your investment while you still own those shares. Remember, make sure as long as you own the shares, you're going to keep getting the dividends as long as the company doesn't cut dividends or decrease them or anything. So uh, it's it's better to hold on to those dividends if it's actually a very decent company and they have a competitive advantage and they have the capacity to continuously increase their dividends or maintain them at more or less the same level. And that's pretty important to know. And one really important thing that when it comes to the world of investing is to be able to control your emotions. Because if you want to be an investor who looks for value in the long term, that means that you're willing to own the shares for as long as possible, despite all the ups and downs that the stock may encounter. Like for example, right now, we're clearly seeing how the world markets are reacting emotionally to the whole COVID-19 uh, epidemic and everyone seems to be selling like crazy and these are the times when it's best to buy the best opportunities appear in the worst of times I mean just look at how oil has plunged completely it's right now at around $30 maybe 32 30 29 oscillating more or less in that range could be less in the next days who knows and I mean, apart from, yeah, oil, you've got oil. And now some investors are deciding to move into gold, which is way too overvalued, of course. And I'm guessing that maybe by late May, maybe till June even, uh, maybe.
maybe everything will be back on track, but we'll see. The second quarter is probably going to be a great time to start investing. I'm certainly going to start investing uh, some one of these days in the coming weeks. I'm going to see what's going to happen with the current markets. I'm planning on um, looking at some companies. I have a list of companies. That, uh, if you're watching this on, on Instagram, uh, here it is. It's like a list of a couple. I don't know how many, but it's a couple of them over here. Still have to keep looking and still have to learn a few more things. And I have to pick the right broker who can uh, give me the right conditions for uh, the commissions and all that and service. So a few things I have to take into account and then but shouldn't take too long. And I think I'll be well on my way to this journey of investing. So yeah, just um, make sure that when it comes to investing, I think the best thing to do is not to get way too emotional. Use your head. Know when it's best to invest. Invest when markets are down. Invest when everyone is selling. Because that's where you get the best deals, obviously. And uh, pretty much. But anyways, uh, back to dividends. Let's imagine that uh, the dividend per share remains the same. In this case, it's the dollar. While the stock price keeps going down. So let's say that the stock price, as we said earlier, was $20. Now it goes to $15. If we divide $1 per share by 15, we get a dividend yield of 6.6%. Or what if the stock price goes further down to $10? That means we would have to divide 1 over 10. And that would give us a dividend yield of 10%. And if there was a price drop, uh, all the way down to $5, we would get a yield of 20%. So, as the share price continues to go down and the dividend yield continues to go up, that's a good, I mean, the lower the denominator, the better, obviously. And let's say that you had $5,000 to invest in shares. With a yield of 5%, you'd earn $250 with 66 yield you'd earn $330 with a 10% yield you get $500 and finally with 20% you'd get $1000 each year of course all of this is in a year so maybe 5% yield in, in this case which is $250 is not so much which yeah that's the only downside about uh, dividend you have to be really really patient but i mean you can you invest $200 or something into investing and you can uh, in a way, multiply, buy more shares of the same company or diversify in something or find an investment that might be a good deal and might have really, really good yields, you know? Now to do your research. So there's a clear relationship because as the share price drops, you're going to earn more in dividends. So it pays to buy at low prices, obviously. It's simply an inverse relationship because as the share price goes down, the dividend yield goes up and vice versa. As the share price goes up, the dividend yield goes down. This rule of thumb, you may call it the law of dividends. But also remember that dividends vary. Sometimes companies increase dividends, sometimes they decrease them, sometimes they remain the same, and sometimes they won't even pay anything. And a stock is undervalued when the current dividend yield is greater than the average dividend yield. And vice versa. 
the stock is overvalued when the current dividend yield is less than the average dividend yield. You have this uh, information available in places like Yahoo Finance, where you can check out the current dividend yield and the five-year average dividend yield. If you go to, uh, uh, for example, in Yahoo, you type in the quote, the name of the company, let's say Nike or IBM or Tesla, whatever, type that. The first page that comes up is the summary. In the summary, you can see the annual dividend. Well, yeah, the current dividend, sorry. And then if you go to a section where it says uh, stats, statistics, you go down in the section where it talks about dividends and it says their five-year dividend yield, and you'll see it there. Uh, so, so yeah, that's on Yahoo. And now let's look at uh, two real-life examples, which are Nike and Kisco. As you already know, both are companies from the U.S., and we're going to figure out which one of them is undervalued and which is overvalued. So we're going to look at the current yield and average dividend yield for both of them. Let's begin with Kisco. They have a current dividend of 1.44 per share, which is 3.64% yield at the moment, and a five-year average of 2.96 per share, which is 3.69% average yield. Therefore, since the current yield, which is 3.64%, is lower than the average, which is 3.69%, we can say that the stock is slightly overvalued. In the case for Nike, the current dividend is 0.98 per share, which is 1.17%, whereas the five-year average is 1.07 per share, which is an average yield of 1.08%. Therefore, since 1.17%, which is the current, is greater than 1.08%, which is the average, we can say that the current dividend yield is greater than the average, meaning that the stock is undervalued slightly. So this is a really quick way to figure out if a company is priced low or if it's priced high. But let me remind you that these numbers are valid as of uh, March 10th, 2020. So if you want to invest, make sure that you check the current and uh, the average yields again. And also, uh, this is a disclaimer. Uh, please just remember that everything I say in this podcast is purely for informational and entertainment purposes. I'm not really a qualified professional, as you know. So I'm not really responsible or liable for any of your investment decisions. Anyways, uh, of course, the dividend yield is not the only thing that you should look at. Uh, but it's the first thing that I think you need to have in mind before you continue analyzing a whole company. So if a company is overvalued, you shouldn't really waste your time analyzing all the different metrics and indicators to take into account, such as earnings per share, dividend growth, level of debt, credit rating, price-to-earnings ratio, payout ratio, net earnings. The good thing about this is that it's all available on um, websites like Yahoo Finance, like Amazon, like uh, investing.com, among uh, MarketWatch, I think, as well. So you've got all that information available to you, directed to you, for you. And um, so basically, the more familiar you are with the company, 
and the more information that you have, uh, the better decisions you'll make when buying a company. And that's it for today, folks. Thanks for tuning in once again to the audio class experience. I hope that you really liked this episode. Make sure that you share this podcast and you share what you learned with your friends, family, coworkers, uh, anybody that's of value to you, anybody that you get along with, anybody you can share this information with, of course. Make sure you do share this podcast, that you follow as well, and that you listen to the episodes again so that you can retain your knowledge better and remember what you learned again because you learn with repetition. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn to be up to date with the latest content. And that's it. Thanks once again for choosing the Auto Class Experience. Thank you for your support. Uh, really, greatly appreciate it. It's, and it strives me to be better each day with your messages, with your uh, nice messages, which really helps me, motivates me to, to do better each day improve so hope you guys have a wonderful day see you next time bye